0: this is the day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it we are so happy that you joined us right here on faith talk podcast I am your host, Evangelist Lolita Jones. We thank you for joining us on our 30-day consecration. Hallelujah. Today, well, this is the week of the fourth week of this 30 days, Monday through Friday. We started January 8th. We will continue on until Friday, February 16th. Come on, jump on board this Holy Ghost train. Hallelujah. God been moving by his power. God been showing up and showing out in the lives of his people. And we have been praying for you, 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 and you. We have a mighty speaker on tonight. Hallelujah. hallelujah. We have a mighty, a mighty, mighty, mighty man of God. We thank God for him. He's none other than Pastor J. Kyle Nicholson from Richmond, Virginia, a mighty man of valor. He is so humble. He is a preaching machine. I know everybody know him for his, his gifts when it comes to the music area, but guess what? He's a preacher and a pastor also. We thank God for the anointing upon his life, and, and, and I ask you to grab your Bibles. Grab your notebooks, grab your pen. If you got to, grab your pencil and come on, let's have church.
1: God bless you, Evangelist Jones, and greetings to all of you all on the call this evening to this amazing Life Changers ministry. I'm so grateful and excited to be here this evening and so excited for what God is going to do. I'm uh, especially excited for these 30 days of spiritual renewal. And the raising of the expectations of the saints, I know that the Lord has been blessing thus far, and I don't want to get in the way. Uh, I want to get out of his way <laughs> so he uh, so He can have his way tonight. And so I want to honor uh, the great leader of this movement, the evangelist Lolita M. Jones. We're so excited for what God is doing through your life and how many lives are being touched by as a result of what you're doing With this Life Changers ministry, I want to honor all of the uh, people of the Lord on the call. I want to honor my leader, the Bishop G. Wesley Hardy of the Virginia 4th Jurisdiction of the Church of God in Christ. And I thank God for the opportunity to share. Uh, Let's open in a word of prayer, and then we're going to uh, see what thus says the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this moment that you have allowed us to be in. It is not promised, but it has been granted. And so this being the day that you have made, we choose to rejoice, and we are glad in it. We ask you, Lord, that you will let your your word go forth today with an anointing that that, uh, comforts us where we're right, convicts us where we're wrong, but pushes us to change into the image that that you have called us to be. Let your anointing fall upon every hearer today, that we would not just be hearers, but doers of your precious holy word. Lord, let this be the moment that changes someone's day, someone's week, changes someone's mind and brings us to the will of God that we will understand what it is that you have for us in this time. We give your name the glory, O God, all the honor and all the praise that is due only you. In the name of the Lord Jesus the Christ, we pray, amen, amen, amen. Tonight, we're going to be in the book of Matthew, a very familiar passage, but I pray that the familiarity of the passage does not blind you to the revelation of the moment. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 16, verse 13. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 16, verse 13. You may be paper Bible uh, uh, saved tonight, or you may be scrolling, uh, but whatever you're doing, find your way to Matthew's Gospel. Chapter sixteen, verse thirteen, and uh, when you have it, uh, we shall read. Uh, my Bible reads like this: King James Version, Matthew sixteen thirteen. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, "Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am?" And they said, "Some say that thou art John the Baptist." some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So for the scriptures, I want to speak from a simple topic tonight uh, where it is that Jesus says, upon this rock I will build my church. I want to speak for a few moments from this topic, the church revealed. The church revealed. Listen closely as we uh, detail this uh, moment where it is that Jesus is coming into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, and he starts this interview saying to his disciples, who do men say that I am? The first thing that Jesus wants to know is what is his reputation, in this place, uh, this coast of Caesarea Philippi, what is the noise? What is the news? What is the word? What, what are they saying about me in these streets? And, 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 and their answer is, well, some are saying that you're John the Baptist or Elijah or others. Or they're saying you're Jeremiah or one of the other prophets. Note, Jesus is very concerned about his reputation. But the next verse gives us even more clarity. Verse 15, he says unto them, but who say ye that I am? So now we're not talking about reputation, we're talking about character. Two things you need to understand before we get to the church, you got to understand both the reputation and the character. Jesus is concerned about what they are saying about him, but he's more concerned with what they know about him. There's a whole lot of folks that are saying some things, but, but the truth is, everything folks are saying, they don't actually know. And so Jesus is concerned with what the reputation is regarding him, but he's more concerned with the character. Let me help somebody real quick who's trying to fix your reputation. If you address your reputation, you may never touch your character. But if you take care of your character through the Holy Ghost, your character will take care of your reputation. Eventually, they're going to know who Jesus is, and they won't just be saying he's um, John the Baptist or Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the prophets, but they will know that he is, as Peter is going to say in a moment, the Christ, the Son of the living God. So Jesus asked them, but who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter stands up, and he says, thou art the Christ, thou art the anointed one, the Son of the living God. Here is what Jesus answers and gives us clarity on this thing called the church. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Jonah, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto you. If I was in church, I would have told somebody to tell somebody, revealed. See, you don't understand the, the, the Christ. He has to be revealed to you. Otherwise, you'll think he's just another prophet. you he's think he was a great man or he was just a, a wise man. Or he was the greatest man that ever lived. But no, until you get a revelation of Jesus Christ, you're going to have a problem understanding anything else that he has to say. So it is that Jesus says, flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And that's why Simon is blessed because he caught a revelation. Let me help somebody. You need to catch a revelation about who Jesus really is, and don't just leave him in the box where you found him, and you 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 you, le- you left him in the manger because that's where you found him as a baby, or maybe you left him in the hymn book because that's where we sung about him, or maybe you left him in the temple where you gathered on week to week. But you need a revelation about who Jesus really is if you're going to understand what God has called us to. Note, Jesus says. Uh, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my Father is in heaven. So now you know that you can't just get a revelation from anywhere. You got to get a revelation from the Father. You got to get a revelation from the Father. Now watch this. He says when you get this revelation from the Father, you're blessed because now you understand that this didn't come through flesh and blood, but my Father who is in heaven. I say unto thee, this is where it gets interesting, verse 18, and I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let's do some rewinding, because for a long time throughout this uh, passage, we call him Simon, and Jesus starts off in verse 17 calling him Simon Bar-Jonah. But you got to understand the, the, the name Simon actually means uh, flaky or shaky or unstable. So he says, blessed art thou, Simon bar Jonah, which is Simon, son of Jonah. Simon, the son of Jonah, is a, 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 a somewhat of a shaky gentleman. You all know the life of this brother that if we follow him for these next three years of Jesus' ministry, he's going to have revelations like this. But if you stay in this text, Jesus is going to have to say, get thee behind me, Satan. Uh, so, so he's still a little bit shaky, but watch what Jesus does. He says, blessed art thou, Simon bar Jonah. Simon, uh, you're shaky, the son of Jonah. But I say unto you, because you got this revelation, that thou art Peter. Now, the word Peter, the name Peter means Petra. It means rock. It means that, that, that now that you know who I am, I'm going to stabilize who you are. I hope somebody's catching what I'm trying to lay down here. You don't, the the shakiness that a lot of us experience is because we have not yet gotten the revelation of who Jesus is, but he's Simon until he realizes who Jesus is. And when he realizes who Jesus is through revelation, that revelation puts a, a solidification and changes his very identity. He's not shaky anymore. He's solid as a rock. Peter's solid as a rock here, and he says that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. What is the rock? It's not just Peter, uh, who is this, this 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 first apostle. It is Peter and this confession. It's upon this confession that thou art the Christ, the Son of the Living God, that I will build this thing that y'all never heard of called a church. Now I got to work with this church for a minute because i 'm a protector of the church i'm a defender of the church i i I love the church and I'm not talking about the building that i'm sitting in right now, nor am I talking about the building that you may be in on this Sunday at eleven o'clock no i'm talking about the the church, which is the body of Christ, which is the ecclesia is or ecclesia, depending on how you pronounce it it's the called out ones so he says upon this rock, I will build my church in this uh, uh, statement, Jesus is really saying, I'm going to put together a governing body. The church is supposed to govern this world. Ah, so he says, c- c- catch it quickly. Simon, who is shaky, catches a revelation about who Jesus is. And When he catches the, G- the, the revelation about who Jesus is, Jesus responds and says, You're blessed, Simon, but now I call you Peter. And upon this rock, I'm going, this confession, upon this Petra, I'm going to build my church. And the building of the church is not the bricks and mortar that you and I meet in on a week-to-week basis. It's not even uh, your denomination. It's not even uh, whether it is whatever state or city you're from and wherever you meet and have Bible study and choir rehearsal and Sunday school. That is the temple, but the church is the body of Christ. So he says, I'm getting ready to get in the bodybuilding. Lord, have mercy. Jesus says, I'm getting ready to get into the bodybuilding. I'm getting ready to build this church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now, you got to understand what's going on with the church, because Jesus is getting ready to do something in the earth realm through the church that the church will have to understand if we're going to be effective. This is why the church has to be revealed, because Jesus shows us his true identity, and then he gives us the true identity of the church, which is the body of Christ, the body of Christ. Let me tell you something. If you're saved, if you're redeemed, if you're blood-bought, if, you, if you're if you on your way to heaven, let me tell you something. Let's, rede- let's define it. You are the church. Now, I didn't say that the church is within you. I know someone used to say that. Uh, but that's not, that's not biblical. The church is not on the inside of you. But you are the church. You are the ecclesia. You are the called out ones. You are the chosen generation and the peculiar people. You are the ones that make up the body of Christ. That's why the church has to be revealed. So let's deal with it real quick because we, we, we got some folks here today that may say strange things like, I, I do Jesus, but I don't do church. Uh, I, I, I'm spiritual, but I don't – I deal with God, but I don't deal with, with the church. You can't deal with Jesus without dealing with the church because Jesus, Christ, is the head of the church. Christ is the head of the body, and you can't be in the body and not deal with the head. I hope somebody's hearing me today. And, and so Jesus has to reveal the church so that he can do anything in the earth realm in terms of what has to stand as the government of the kingdom of God. That's why he says, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell are going to try to prevail against it, but the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So the gates of hell are going to try to come against the body of Christ. And the thing that the gates of hell is depending on is that the church doesn't know who they really are. You don't realize that you're actually the body. You don't actually realize that you are the ecclesia. You may not realize that you're the called out ones. But you are the church of the living God. No matter what that denomination is, if it is a denomination of Christian faith, you're in the body of Christ. If you were in my church right now, I'd tell you to find somebody closer to you than I am and high-five them and tell them we're in the body together. And so we are, we, we are in the body, the body of Christ, and Jesus gives us access to the revelation through the Father because the Father says Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And once you know who Jesus is, the next thing you got to know is who his church is. We are his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against him. This is why in Isaiah 9, 6, uh, the the prophet says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Come on, y'all. If the government shall be upon his shoulders, we knew this text talked about Jesus, but we also needed to understand that if the government is on his shoulders, that means that Jesus must be the head that is on the shoulders, which is the body of Christ, which means the church has to be governed by the headship and the lordship of Jesus Christ. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. So there it is that Jesus is putting his body together. And Isaiah says it this way, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And watch this. Watch out. Watch out. Verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Oh, Lord, upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. This all happens in the church that's why the church has to be revealed my god let me get out of here quickly while i still can so the so so the church has to be revealed and and, and watch this watch it in order now we thought we knew it was simon who was shaking but when simon got a revelation from the father about who jesus was jesus said blessed art thou simon bar jonah for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you but but my father which is in heaven and I say unto you now, I'm not going to call you Simon no more, but now that you know who I am, let me tell you who you are. Thou art Peter, your rock, your, your Petra, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the very gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But now I've got to give the church, says Jesus, a reason for being here. Now that you know who you are and you're revealed, let me tell you what you're going to do. Verse 19 and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Let me clear this up for you, please, because someone was teaching a while ago, maybe here, maybe there, I'm not sure, but they say when I bind it on earth, heaven has to respond, and and when I loose it on earth, Heaven has to respond, and when I bind it on earth, heaven responds and binds it in heaven. And and, and when I loose it on earth, heaven responds and looses in heaven. But that's not what Jesus is saying. What Jesus is saying is that if you're under the government of the headship of the Lord Jesus Christ, that heaven is already set. Everything that needs to be bound in heaven is already bound. Everything that needs to be loose in heaven is already loose. So when you bind it on earth, it will be because it has already been bound in heaven. Would you would you just think this for a moment? Heaven is already set. It's earth that has to make the adjustments. Heaven is already everything needs to be loose, and heaven is already loose. Everything needs to be bound is already bound. But earth is set to need to now respond to what is in the heavenly. That's why when Jesus told the disciples how to pray, he said, Now when you pray, say our Father, which are in heaven hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. I can hear you even on mute. Thy will be done on earth as it already is in heaven. Do you hear what you're saying? So he's really saying you're going to have the keys to the kingdom, and whatever you bind on earth will only be bound because it has already been bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth, Will only be loose because it's already been loose in heaven. Now you got to understand something. If we're supposed to get the earth to look like the kingdom of heaven, the only one who is sanctioned and authorized to make such moves is the church. Look, you look at the text, look at the text. He says, I will give thee the keys of the kingdom, but he doesn't give you the keys of the kingdom until you realize that you're the church. So everything in the kingdom of God that's going to get into the earth realm has to come through the church. Every, every good and perfect gift from above got to come through the church. Everything that God's going to do in the earth realm, he's going to do through the church, because what did he do for the church? He gave us the keys of the kingdom. And whatsoever you bind, that doesn't mean you just go willy-nilly. What he's saying is that I'm going to govern you. I'm going to show you. And whatever you do in the earth realm, in the, in the spirit of dominion, you will do it because I have already done it in the heavenlies. That's why the devil don't have no right here, no more than he have a right there. you got authority over the enemy. That's why he backed up and said, and the very gates of hell, shall not prevail against the church. You ought to realize that the gates of hell can try, but they can't fail. And absolutely no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against us in judgment shall be condemned because this is the heritage of the children of the Lord, and our, our righteousness is of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And so here it is. We are understanding if the church is revealed, the church has to have some keys. And when you take the keys, you take the access. In other words, you got to take the keys and, boy, I wish you had somebody close up to you to lean on them and tell them, take the keys and drive this kingdom. Woo, take the keys and drive this kingdom forward. You are the church. You are the church of the living God and you got access to the kingdom. Now, you can't play with your access because the church is the only entity in existence that can drive the kingdom. We're supposed to be driving and going forward. We're supposed to be moving the kingdom. And what is the kingdom of God, you might ask? Well, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So when you wake up in the morning, church, you ought to drive righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. When you get to your uh, kids early in the morning, lay hands on them and declare righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. When you leave your house in the morning after you smeared oil on their head, declare over their lives righteousness, peace, and joy. In the Holy Ghost, when you go to the school and 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 to your job, and to the courthouse, and to to the jailhouse, and when you go in the marketplace and in the and in the boardroom, wherever you go, the kingdom shows up, and you ought to drive righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. So what you got to realize is now he's not saying I will build my church so that y'all can have church. Having church won't take much longer than about an hour and a half, maybe two hours, if the if the Holy Ghost moving, may be a little longer. But being church takes 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it's not our colloquialisms and it's not our, our culture. It is the power of the living God living on the inside of you, giving you the authority to drive this thing forward. Somebody's depending on you to reintroduce and and reveal what the church really is and how they need to be a part because you're in the body of Christ. I, I, I hear the Lord pushing us to to advance the kingdom and even from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom suffers violence. But the violent take it by force. In other words, those that that, that that they press in. There has to be a press now with the church that understands that if we don't advance the kingdom. Nobody advances the kingdom. If we don't advance the will of God, no one advances the will of God. If the church doesn't rise up and advance the kingdom of God, which is the will of God, which is the word of God, which is the reign of God, nobody else has the power to do it. No one else has the interest to do it. No other entity in the entire existence can do what the church can do. But the church has to be revealed. Oh, life-changing ministries, let the church be revealed. We're, having, we're, we're, we're not having church tonight. We're being church tonight. You're hearing words of the kingdom, but when you get off the line, go advance this kingdom somewhere. Go push this gospel of the kingdom. What did Jesus say? Uh, if This gospel of the kingdom must be preached to all the nations as a testimony, and then the end shall come. So there is an advancement of the kingdom of God. There's an advancement of the kingdom of God, and not even just the kingdom of God, which is the will of God, but the kingdom of heaven, which is the location where that the will of God has been revealed and fulfilled. And so here we are, the church, revealed, understanding now what we mean when God says, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell will not prevail against you. As long as you rise up in the body of Christ with the cause of the kingdom, hell don't stand a chance against you. You need to get an anointing now and pray through like never before and get on fire again with the purpose of the Holy Spirit on the inside of you to advance the kingdom of God like never before. He says this, I will give you the keys to the kingdom. I'm not going to charge you for the keys. You don't have to pay for the keys. This is the gift I will give you unto thee, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. I wish you just think about it. I got the keys. I, I, I got the keys. Yeah, yeah, I got the keys. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The church has been revealed for such a time as this. We're in a season now where there are going to be some things that's going to change and shift. Some of it's going to change and shift for the bad, but the church shall stand. The church will still be in place. The true church of the living God is going to shine through it all, shine bright like a diamond. It's going to be the light of the world that we are and the salt of the earth. That's what the church is for. In this season, hear me closely, when the economic downturn begins to take place and Folks begin to lose their hope and begin to lose their way. The church must stand strong as a beacon of light, as a beacon of hope, as a beacon that advances the kingdom of God. Church is about to be our finest hour uh, yet in many of our lives. Make sure that you got access to the keys of the kingdom. Make sure you know who Jesus the Christ is. Make sure that you don't remain shaky like Simon, but be uh, like a rock like Peter. And the only way you can be solid is when you get your identity connected to Jesus the Christ, who is the Son of God. He is the God of our salvation, and he gave us power and told Peter, this same Peter, now y'all get to Jerusalem and wait there until ye be endued with power from on high. And that's why they stayed in that uh, upper room 10 days until the Holy Ghost fell upon each and every one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And later on, the the text will say that these men turned the world upside down because the church had been revealed. I want to encourage somebody tonight. You need to get a fresh revelation of the church. It's not just a place you go every Sunday morning and Tuesday for Bible study and Wednesday for prayer meeting and and for pastoral teaching. It is the temple where you gather, but the church is the body of Christ. And as you stay in the body, Jesus said, I'm going to build my church. He's building even now. Lift your hands right where you are and say, Lord, build me again. Oh, Lord, build me again, because he's building the body and giving us access to the kingdom And hell can't stand it. Hell's getting nervous because I'm preaching like this now. Hell don't like me telling you. Hell wants you to keep you from understanding who you really are. But You are the body of Christ. You are the ecclesia. You are the called out ones. You are the ones that's going to advance His kingdom and put the devil on the run. Just like he got ran out of heaven, he got to obey the dominion and, and authority that's invested in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I want you to remember this in your mind. I want you to go back and look at that text again, Matthew 16, uh, verses 13 through 20, and and see how Jesus deals with them. And and you see in verse 20 that he charged his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ because it was not yet his time. But now is the time. So, we're not charging you not to tell nobody that he's Jesus the Christ. Everywhere you go, you got to tell somebody about Jesus. As you stand, you got to let somebody know Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. And you got the keys to the kingdom because you got a revelation of the church. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the opportunity to have a revelation of your great church, and not just a a revelation, but an identification that we are your church. So, Lord, anoint your church again. Baptize us again. Fill us again. Give us purpose and power again. Give us structure and detail again. Order us in your word, O God, that we would be the body that you're building in these last and evil days. And we give your name the glory. We're giving them the honor and praise. Bless this Life Changes ministry movement. Bless this great leader, oh God. Bless all of the, uh, the hearers that you are not just hearers today, but you're going to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we thank you for the opportunity to be yours. We don't take it lightly. It's a privilege and an honor to be your children and to be your body. So build the body, oh God. And build us in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We're turning it back over to evangelist Low Leader Jones. God bless you.
0: Did you enjoy that word from the Lord? We thank God for you joining us right here on Faith Talk Podcast. We welcome you as we celebrate our 25th year. Of the ministry. The ministry was birthed 25 years ago. It was April of 1999. Hallelujah. If you get my book about the healing miracles of God you will read that in the 3rd chapter how this ministry was founded hallelujah hallelujah it was founded in prayer hallelujah and I thank God for Jesus for just entrusting this ministry to me I thank God for Jesus for just anointing me to to go in into the secret places In my chambers and to pray and seek his face because it is a privilege and an honor for me to serve the Lord God Almighty. I thank God for each and every one of you that have partnered with us, that continue to pray for us, that partner with us financially because it's because of our financial partners. All of this is made possible that we can have conferences, that we can uh, be on all the social media platform. We thank God for you, you, and you. I ask you to follow us right there on Facebook. Yes, you can follow us on Facebook, Life Changers Ministries, LCM. You can also follow us on Pray.com. Yes, it's an app and also a website, P-R-A-Y.com. There you will find morning devotions. On the, on the Facebook page, you will find uh, visual morning devotions to encourage you. But on Pray.com, you will find the written word to encourage encourage you, and also visit us on our website, lolitajoneslive.com, L-O-L-I-T-A-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E.com. The man that preached tonight, his book is available right there. Yes, his book is also available. It's it's a it's to help pastors and those that are in ministry to help grow your ministry to help help even set up some ministries inside of the main ministry of the church. Yes, Pastor Jake Hall Nicholson. He is one of, I call him my baby brother because I think he's a little younger than me. But I thank God for him and his the anointing that's up on his life. And he continues to partner with light changes. He's one of those I can literally depend upon because he is a man of God and a man of His word. I want to thank you. you, you, you and you for spreading the good news and letting people know your friends, your family, even your enemies, your co-workers, that life changes ministry is praying for them. I know the times are hard, but we are still praying and seeking the face of God. because even with this economy as it is, I serve a God. I'm the child of the king. Let's put it that way. And my father is not having no economic crisis in his kingdom. He's not having an economic crisis in his well, How do you know, leader? Because he said the earth is mine and the fullness thereof and those that dwell therein. The birds, the bees, the flowers, the tree—he all—he created it all. He created even the coin. How I know? Because guess what? Every mineral, steel, copper, uh, 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 uh the mint—he—he he created all of that. His kingdom is not lacking for finances. His kingdom is not lacking because where the spirit of the Lord is, miracles will take place until tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Join us for early morning prayer tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Yes, yes, yes. You heard me tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And until then, continue to enjoy the blessings of the Lord. God bless you.